the Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 68. Do what you can with what you have. Hi there, and welcome to session number 68 of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. Every other week, I get the privilege of bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance as they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. Coming up in our Step to Success segment, Who Are You? In our Dancer's Dialect segment, Squirrel Superhighway. In our Freestyle Flow segment, Look Into My Eyes. And in our feature presentation, Do What You Can With What You Have. Thanks so much for joining me. Hey, it's Chi the Club Dance King here, founder of iDance Academy, and I'm so happy to be here today with Annette Bone, and you guys are listening to the Dancepreneuring Studio. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. Today's step to success has to do with who you are on your Instagram bio, on your Instagram profile. And I've linked a great, short, simple article in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 068 that gives a few examples and case studies of some great brands that have implemented a few simple things for their Instagram bio. For example, of course, you're going to include your name, some emojis that illustrate what your business or what your projects are about. Also, it's important to use hashtags and include your other social profile handles, as well as links to other sites or if you're running contests. So it's a very simple way in your bio that you can communicate who you are and what your brand is about. So go ahead and check out the article and go ahead and implement these tips if you haven't already to represent yourself and your brand more effectively. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. Now, I introduced this segment as Squirrel Superhighway. And what does that have to do with Dancer's Dialect? Well, I was reminded of this from a recent ballet class where we did a soda shot combo across the floor. And if you don't know what a soda shot is, I've linked a video in the show notes and also an article, which I'm going to make reference to at annettebone.com forward slash 068. So there's a number of power lines outside where I live and near the parks where I work out. And so I took particular notice of these two squirrels chasing each other across the power lines, down a tree, across the park. <laughs> it was quite an interesting thing that I noticed. And I think I took more notice of it because of the recent ballet class and what we did. And I say that because I was noticing as they were jumping and chasing each other, their motions were as they were jumping more kind of over, up and over, as opposed to jetting out, if that makes sense. So that was the 
what the instructor had advised us to do is that he wanted our soda shahs to be more up and sustained instead of just jetting out and more and not so much as a reactive reflex, if that makes sense. And you might see that in jazz. The choreography might call for it where you do a, a jump or a jeté or soda shot, although there is a difference between a grand jeté and a soda shot, and the article explains it beautifully, which, of course, it'll be in the show notes, like I said. But in jazz or in another style, it could be more abrupt and more about getting across the floor and more about that pop in the legs going out as opposed to the sustained height and the moment of being in the air that this teacher required in ballet. So it was the up and sustained instead of, and being over, kind of almost also like like a deer jumping over something. You know, that it's it looks effortless and it looks airy and light. I refer to it as a squirrel superhighway because they're running back and forth. And it's it's very common that I see them run back and forth or chase each other back and forth. So anyway, check out the article, The Difference Between a Grand Jeté and a Soda Shawl. It's hard not to notice, of course, when you watch a beautiful ballet and you see these dancers just, you see these dancers in the air and how beautiful their jumps look and how effortless it looks. And now anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? The importance of eye contact. I've recently worked as a background extra on a few shows. And the funny thing is, I had no idea what these shows were what they were about, who these actors were. And so that was kind of funny to me. And it's been a very interesting and eye-opening experience, to say the least. And in some cases, it's been a test of patience, (laughs) which I need all the time. But anyway, there was one show that I worked on a few weeks ago where I was put in a car wash scene with a guy that turned out was very interesting, the people that do these things, because a lot of them, of course, they want to be or they are in show business. Other people like the behind the scenes aspects of show business. I met a set designer. I also met someone, well, this guy that I was in the scene with, he is what's called a PA, which I didn't know what that was. So I had to ask him. So it's a production assistant. So they coordinate the uh, background actors. And I, I don't know what else they do, but that's what he does. And he said he really enjoys that. He was telling me about a couple of movies he worked on recently. And so I was very interested in what he was doing. And he said he definitely likes that aspect better than what we were currently doing at the time. But he does it when he doesn't have projects because it still allows him to be on set and be behind the scenes. So we were in this car wash scene where we're asking for a car and one of the things that I learned is that, which I didn't know, which should have been very obvious to me, is that when you are in a scene with one of the main actors, you're supposed to be pantomiming your speech. So you're not being loud and verbal and vocal. You're pantomiming like you're talking. So as we were doing this, he was very engaged with me and kept eye contact, was very interactive. Of course, we were quote-unquote acting, so that's probably what it was. But as soon as the camera stopped rolling and we and I would be asking him questions, not once did he make eye contact with me. Every time he talked to me in response to my questions, 
he would be looking away, which I thought was very strange. So I think I'm only assuming, of course, that it was because we were not acting, we were not on camera, and he was obviously uncomfortable. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, I just think it's really important to have eye contact and the way that he was engaging me as we were acting, I think would have been great if he did that while we were really actually talking because I was, fo- as I always try to do, I was focusing on him and what he was about. And so it's really important to have eye contact when you are talking with another person. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. Do what you can with what you have. I've heard the statement or seen it a number of times in the last couple of weeks. So I thought I need to talk about this because I've run into people that have said, well, I can't do X, Y, Z because of X, Y, Z, or I don't have, or I do have X, Y, Z. And then I've also run into people that say, you know, it doesn't matter that XYZ happened, I'm still going to do XYZ or my plans or my goals or whatever is still there's I'm still going to be working toward them. It doesn't matter. The facts don't matter. And it's all about my attitude and the progress I'm making. And I love that. Of course, you can never judge where someone is at where they came from. And and especially since you don't know their story, and you haven't walked in their shoes. But it's interesting that it's all about perspective. So I wanted to share some tips on some things to be creative with if you are struggling with, let's say, getting into a regular exercise routine or needing some tools to more efficiently run your business, or if you are in a pinch when you are trying to eat healthy. So these are all practical things that you can implement. And of course, being the creatives that you are, I'm sure that you have a ton more that you've done that you probably didn't realize, oh my goodness, I made use of the resources that I have. So a couple that I wanted to share with you are number one, like for instance, with food, when you are using a recipe or just putting something together and you want it to be healthier, I would say use substitutes. For example, I love stevia. So I use stevia as a liquid form. I also have stevia packets that I carry with me. So if I'm going to get coffee and I want to sweeten it, then I have my stevia packet because there's still a lot of places that don't have sugar substitutes, or if they do, they're the ones that are not so good for you. So I carry my own. So you can do that. And there are so many cost-effective brands that you can look at. So use food substitutes if you can, as much as you can, and just be prepared. And it doesn't have to be complicated. This is just one of the things that I do that really helps. Number two, when I don't have access to a dance studio for working on a project or for training or practicing, I go to the park. And actually, I go to the park to work out for my other workouts too, which include the high intensity interval training. And I run up steps, I do jumping jacks, I do burpees, I do mountain climbers. And so I do them all at whatever park I happen to have access to. And one of the things I just recently incorporated is practicing my jumps on the soft cushiony part of the playground. And it's kind of an asphalt material, but it's really cushiony. And so I don't have that hard concrete that I'm jumping on. So if I don't have access to a studio, then I go to the soft cushiony part of the park. (laughs) Number three, 
when I am in line waiting somewhere, instead of focusing on, oh my goodness, this line is long, which of course, you know, of course I've done. This line is long. I don't want to be waiting. I could be doing something else. My time is important. You know, all those things that run through your mind. I break out my Kindle app and read a book or I brainstorm on project ideas or I take notes and journal. So there's a lot of things you can do while you're waiting in line instead of huffing and puffing and always checking social media, which of course you can do too, which everybody does anyway. But there are other things you can do, like what I've said about reading and taking notes and reflecting and using that time while you're waiting proactively. Number four, I talked about using a park for workouts. So you don't need a gym membership. You don't need to join a club if Funds are not accessible at this time, but you can use steps, whether they're at a park or at, it could be in your house, it could be, I don't know, outside your house. Find steps to use for step type workouts. I've used them for some dance exercises at the park. I've also used them for sprints running up and down the stairs. Also, If you're short on time and you're going places, running errands, whatever, see if you can use steps instead of using the elevator, no matter how many there are. Some steps are better than no steps and some exercises better than no exercise. Number five, there is no shortage of really cool exercise equipment that is available. And of course, some of them cost more money than others. One of the things that I want to invest in, I don't know how much they are. I've used them many, many years ago before I had my son. And then recently I've gotten interested in them because an exercise that I discovered through Tim Ferriss's four-hour body and the slow-carb diet, and I have to say I hate the word diet, but I'm just referring to it because that's what he calls it. But there is an exercise that he recommends that I do called the myotatic crunch, and I hope I pronounced that right. But anyway, he recommends using a BOSU ball, and I've linked it in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 068. So if you want to get a BOSU ball, you can. However, I don't have one currently. So what I did is I used two pillows. So I propped up these pillows to use in place of the BOSU ball. So I'm not limited. I don't tell myself, well, I can't do the myotatic crunch exercise because I don't have that piece of equipment. So I had to make something work. So if you want to try the myotatic crunches, then you and you don't have a BOSU ball, use two pillows or whatever size pillows that are going to accommodate that kind of arc that you need for the exercise. And there you have it. At least doing that is better than not doing it at all. Number six, I'm all about doing what you can for the environment in your everyday life. So I try not to use a lot of paper, but if I do and I end up printing some things and then I end up not using them and I don't do double-sided printing for whatever reason, then the paper that I'm not using or I'm done with, I use the back side, the white side for scratch paper. And so that way I'm not totally going through paper as much as I could be going through. I love a clean sheet of paper. I know it's kind of weird. A clean sheet of paper on both sides. And it's kind of weird to for me just to think, oh, I really want a clean sheet of paper. But I found that that's cut down my paper consumption and having to buy a lot of notepads by using scratch paper, the other side of printed paper that is free. So what I would recommend is if you have a stack of paper that is sitting around and you haven't done anything with, 
either if the information needs to be scanned, I recommend scanning into Evernote or something else that you take notes in or keep records in. That way it's digital. And then use the, the white backside of the paper for scratch paper and for jotting notes. Number seven is if you need to keep organized, whether it's for a personal project or a business project, and you don't have the funds to allocate for a service, for a paid service, then utilize apps such as Trello, Asana, Google Docs, and or Dropbox. And I've linked all of these in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 068. They do have paid versions of these as well, but the free version is more than sufficient to start off just to start being organized if you aren't already. So there's no excuse if you can't keep things in order, keep them organized, have one central place where either you're working on a business project or a creative project or a personal project. So take advantage of what's available to you and see what works for you. It's all about progress, not perfection. I have a question for you. How have you been creative with the resources that you have? And I'm sure that you have some amazing ideas that I would love to hear about. And you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 068, where you can also find the show notes to this session. And if you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would really appreciate you rating, reviewing, subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And if you go to iTunes, if you go through the Apple Podcast app, it helps the show to get more exposure. And I would love to give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. In the meantime, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.